Hey Hawks, thanks for tuning in to the El Dorado podcast. Just a reminder that you can find our Hawk Talk episodes on YouTube at EDHS Video Production, more fun content on our Instagram at EDHS underscore Hawk Talk, and obviously this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other typical streaming platforms. Enjoy another wonderful episode from El Dorado. El Dorado. My name is Riley Mills and I am hosting today's podcast. My name is Christian Aguilera. Um, I own JD's Wings and Things right down the street on Bradford and Chapman and I used to fight in the UFC before that. Okay, Wing King, tell us a bit about your life growing up. Did you grow up local or did you come from somewhere else perhaps? No, I grew up uh, closer to Whittier, like that area. Um, And then like middle school, I moved to Brea, so right down the street. But we always used to come out and hang out in Placentia. So once we found this location out here, we were just... Loved it, you know? What was your family life like? Like, did you have any siblings? Did you have any close relations with certain parents, aunts, or uncles? Um, Me and my mom were really close growing up, for sure. And I have an older sister. So she's uh, two years older than me. She was like my second mom growing up. So, yeah. You got any fun memories to share about that? We fought like cats and dogs for a while. We both trained uh, Taekwondo at the time, so our fights got kind of intense, you know? Like, we would sit there, jujitsu each other, start grappling. So she helped you practice a lot? Yeah, definitely was a good sparring partner growing up, so it was nice. Now, who was better? She whooped my ass until, like, uh, whooped my butt until, like, seventh grade, and then I went through my growth spurt, and then, whew, come on. Now, what made you originally interested in the world of hand-to-hand combat? Um, My mom used to train, like, back in the day as well. She did karate growing up for self-defense, and um, I got jumped when I was younger, and, like, I didn't know how to fight, so, like, I threw one kick, kicked the second dude in the balls, and, like, just started going nuts, and then ran away. And I was like, man, I really, like, I want to sit there and, like, beat these dudes up next time. Like, I don't want to be scared walking down the street. So we went into, like, a version of Taekwondo after that and started training there. Um, It was, like, Taekwondo and Jiu-Jitsu, so... Kind of like an intro from like 8 till 13, I did that. And then took a few breaks. Um, I played hockey after that, and I would always get in fist fights on the ice. So that was like my second training, just like learn how to get punched in the face and not really care. And then after I graduated high school, I went to like a cardio kickboxing class with my friends just to try it out. And I saw the dude sparring in the gym. I saw the coaches over there yelling at people. I saw people like throwing up in the trash can. I'm like, this is amazing. I want to be here every day. And then I just never left. Like 13 years, I was there every day. Just something that like brings you in? It was the energy, the smell, the vibe. Like it was it was dirty. It was like, I don't know, I just loved it. I felt like immediately I walk in, I was like, this feels right. Like everything feels like a warm hug, you know? Like, How did you transition from Taekwondo to mixed martial arts? What was that like? Um, I only did that growing up. So it taught me like it was a good base for sure. It taught me how to throw a punch correctly. It taught me how to move correctly, get hit, not freak out. But after that, I went into hockey, like I said, and then that was more like I'm actually hitting people. I'm like bare knuckle, like going at it. And then, I don't know, at my high school, we used to have a fight club in the basement. Um, I went to high school in New York for a couple years. So I brought MMA gloves back to school one time. And uh, me and a couple, me and this dude, Jimmy O'Reilly, went down to the basement and just beat the brakes off each other for a while. That was uh, like, uh, he punched me in the face, I punched him back. He ended up breaking one of my ribs with a punch, and I was, like, sitting there freaking out, and they dove in, so I ended up choking him real quick. I was like, oh, thank God. And then that was after high school. I just, I was like, man, I want to do this a lot. Did you by any chance go to college or other schooling for this? Was there a special school that you were able to learn more, or did you immediately go into the world of MMA? No. um, I thought wrestling was stupid in the beginning because they wear singlets, and I was like, I don't want to wear tights. Like, I'm not a gymnast. I don't wear unitard. But then, like... (laughs) 
Then I got ended up getting beat up by a wrestler in my like third MMA. Maybe I should learn how to wrestle. All right. So then after that, I fell in love with it. But um, yeah, I went to like a couple of, like years at FJC, but I wasn't really good at school back then. All I cared about was fighting, so I would skip class and just go to the gym all, or go to the gym all the time. You found your passion already. Yeah. And you didn't need it because yeah. you already found your passion. Have the skills that you learned from mixed martial arts applied to your life both mentally and physically? Persistence is definitely the biggest one, especially like starting a new business. Um, we do baked wings at JD's, so usually everyone does fried wings. So it's an easy concept to break into, easier concept to break into. There's already established like uh, like kings of the industry in that one, like Wingstop, Buffalo Wild Wings, etc. But we're a baked version of that. So it was all like um, in the beginning, we got kicked in the nuts a lot, you know, like everything would be going good. And then boom, something breaks. And like, man, how do we figure this out? How do we figure this out? But all the years of training in MMA, like I was never good at fighting. I was just show up every day. Like I was just really good at trying hard. So I would do that every day. And that kind of like transitioned directly over like, all right, we're going to be here tomorrow. Like, man, we got beat up today, but like, let's show up at tomorrow again. So that definitely like helped grow, like help the business succeed. All right, I might need some explanation on this, but what's the big difference between like baked wings and fried wings? Like, is there something about the taste that's different? Is there something oh, about it's the two chicken? different worlds, man. It's apples it and oranges. I like obviously I'm gonna be biased, but I think it's significantly better. I think when you fry wings, the oil takes a lot of the chicken flavor out of the wings. I think um, it's hard to season the oil and keep the seasoning when you have a sustained temperature of like so many degrees, whatever they use. And I think when you bake the wings, it's a lot deeper of a flavor. You retain a lot of the juices. You're able to get the same crisp on the skin. You're able to keep the flavors like deep into the chicken. So every bite's flavorful. And our sauces are special. So like we make most of our sauces in-house too. So the combination of the baked wings with the flavor and the sauces that are made in-house just works together. And it's, it's amazing. I brought you guys chicken too. So it's going to be exciting. We're all going to eat together. It's going to be nice. So how did you get the nickname The Beast in MMA? Uh, it came from like playing hockey back in the day. Um, I used to like be very competitive, the exact same, like very aggressive. Um, I would try and hit people all the time. I would like be shoving people's heads on the wall. Like I was kind of a uh, jerk back in the day. There you go. That's acceptable. <laughs> so I don't know. It just kind of came from that. Like I would like very try hard on everything, you know? So everything's a hundred percent. I either do a hundred percent or zero. There's never any really in between. In your LFA debut, you knocked out Macon Mendonca? Something Mendonca? like that. Mendonca? <laughs> Within the first 30 seconds. Could you describe how you were able to accomplish such a fast win? Yeah, that was a, that was a weird time. Um, my brother-in-law died like a week before that. And like I was still cutting weight and everything, like trying to get my mind back to the fight. And then this dude shows up at Wayans and he's like getting in my face and like starting like uh, trying to start a fight there. And I don't, he was talking a lot of smack before, so, like, I, I really didn't like that guy. I still don't like him. Um, so when we got into the fight, I was, like, just let kind of everything go on his face. And that was cool. Like, I got a good picture. <laughs> he got signed to Bellator after, and they took, like, the picture they used for that is me about to knock him out <laughs> for his, like, profile picture. Funny case, can we find that picture, like, on Google for Images? Sure. Yeah, Aww. it's everywhere. That's hilarious. Yeah. You also won your UFC debut very quickly. How did you accomplish that? That was crazy, too. Like, uh, I got the call for that fight. So I was chilling, like, just driving down the street. I just had, like, a cheeseburger. Like, live my life, you know? Live my best life. Driving down, then my manager calls me. He's like, hey, can you make uh, 170 by Thursday or uh, by Friday? And I was, like, 193 at that point. I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, I knew what he was asking for. I was like, 100%, let's do it. 
So I like uh, have to go all these doctor's appointments, get my medicals done that same day, and then I was gonna fly or go out to Vegas, drive there, and uh, like cut weight that night and try and lose 22 pounds that night. Luckily, it got pushed back a week, so I got to chill in Vegas, like cut weight a little bit more normally. And then we get out there, and yeah, it was so quick. It was it was weird because it was like uh, a lot of people like you hear about a fight and you get like three months to get ready, but this one was like, hey, you got like seven days, nine days, something like that. So uh, same thing, just made the way, got in there, and. Just kind of went off instinct and boom, smacked the dude around a little bit. And then I was super excited. So there's a cool picture in the restaurant too. Like right after I won, I was like, ah, it's like, I didn't think it would work, but it worked. (laughs) You were all pumped up and you did it. You went into it head first. And speaking of your manager, and I know you have a family, you have a a son as well. Who are your biggest supporters of your career? Um, My mom's definitely one of the biggest ones. My wife, for sure. Uh, My dad's a huge supporter. And like, for sure, all my coaches, um, a lot of them, like, uh, it took me, like, uh, about 10 years before I actually made it to the show, you know? So all these guys were helping me out. And, like, as a fighter, you don't make a lot of money growing up, and the coaches get paid off of percentages. So if I make 50 or 100 bucks for a fight, that means one coach gets 20%, another coach gets 10%, another coach gets 10%. So it's not much for them, you know? Like, the most we're making is, like, a couple grand a fight. Was there any, like, specific piece of advice that any of those coaches or maybe any of your supporters have given you that just kind of stuck with you? Show up. That's definitely the biggest one. Just show up. You see a lot of guys, like, with a lot of talent, and they have one little speed bump, and then you never see them at the gym again. Or you see them, like, once every two weeks. And, yeah, but, like, for sure, that was definitely the biggest one. Every day, show up. Every day, try as hard as you can. And, yeah, like, you have to get better. There's no way, like... Unless it's just not for you, but I don't know. When you feel like something's for you, you kind of know it is or not, you know? Because if not, you get beat up every day, and, like, then you know it's not for you. (laughs) What has been the most memorable moment in your career, whether it was as a restaurant owner or as an MMA fighter? Probably the UFC debut for sure, because that was, like, the culmination of 10 years of trying to get there. And, like, a lot of times I would get right there and then lose a fight right there and then lose a fight, but... This time we made it all the way. We had a successful debut, so that was amazing. Um, I think the day we opened the restaurant was amazing. I think our first Super Bowl was amazing. But it's like a series of like a top five I would go by. Yeah. What did you use the money from your fights for? Um, for sure, as an initial investment for JDs, that was a big one. Um, I don't know, like we were just starting a family at that point too, so we just had my kid maybe like a month after my first fight. Yeah about a month after that first fight in the UFC. So it was just like we bought a new car to get ready for the kid because we both had like small cars and we knew we were going to have a second kid. So we kind of got to like plan for that. So we're just like setting everything up. Diapers are expensive. It's crazy. How did you meet your wife? We actually met in high school. Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we like uh, she was going to Bray Junior High and I was a freshman at the high school and we were just like walking home one day and this chick just starts like my friend was talking to her friend. So we ended up like just talking to him. Like didn't think anything of it. And then the next year, like I was a sophomore, she was a freshman. And then we started seeing each other at school, started talking on MySpace. I don't know if you guys know MySpace. Yeah, back in the day. So with MySpace starts spitting game in the DMs. Um, and then we ended up like just hanging out after that. I went off to New York, she lived her life, and then after high school, I met her again at the gym at 24 in Brea, and we just started talking after that, and then started dating shortly after. Why did you decide to open a Hot Wings restaurant? Ooh, I love chicken. Other than being the wing king. See? That's a big part of it. Um, not like a... We used to always see Wingstop next to... My, uh, my friend owns a acai shop, so we always used to see Wingstop right next door, and it'd be like... 
his shop would be a little bit slower and then you just see lines and lines of people going into this wing stop. Like it's crazy all day, like all day late into the night, they're closed at like midnight or one o'clock. It's wild. But the whole time just see people going in and out go talk to them a little bit, see how their sales are like, Hey, what's like a slow day for you. And they tell us some crazy number. We're like, man, that might be the thing. Got the initial idea from there and then started playing around with flavors. Like I like to cook. So started like making wings every time we would have fights in my house, which is pretty much every Saturday and cook for the everyone be like, oh, you like that one? You like that one? And like slowly measured it down to about like 12 flavors that everyone was digging. So kind of went from there. Those are the 12 flavors on your menu, right? Yeah. Awesome. I see that you have like a bunch of mixes of rubs and sauces mm -hmm. when you make your wings. Do you have a favorite one by any chance? I do. I like the teriyaki with lemon pepper on top. It's so good. That sour teriyaki, it's delicious. And then um, for sure, Cajun. Yeah, I like a little spice. What's it like going from being a mixed martials artist to owning a restaurant and running it? It's crazy too. Like a lot of days I'd rather get punched in the face. Um, I think like a lot of that's easier. You know, you got one guy in front of you, but uh, there's so many like variables in the restaurant game. Like um, the economy messes with us, like we'll mess with you. Like uh, maybe something's going on. We have war starting or whatever. And like all these affect you, but they're not really your problems, you know? And it's like building the business. It's a lot of like footwork. It's a lot of like little things that you have to keep a track of. When fighting, it's just like, oh, I got to fight that guy. Like he does this well. Cool. I'll just do this and then we're good. Like it's a lot less variables. It's a longer battle. Longer yeah, fight. for sure. And it's like a lot of, a lot of endurance to get through that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is your restaurant called JD's Wings and Things? JD's my kid. Yeah. So, um, yeah, named it after him. So cute. He's excited. He's a little chef. He comes in, takes orders sometimes, just yells at people. It's fun. <laughs> so he's the owner. Yeah, he's the boss. Is he interested in uh, mixed martial arts or wrestling? He beats up a lot of like his classmates and stuff for sure. He's three, so he doesn't really like, uh, I don't know, he doesn't know what he likes yet. But he's definitely like, he tries to wrestle all the time. He says, dad, fight, dad, fight. And we'll go to the garage because I have mats in the garage and he just starts swinging on me. So he definitely likes it. He has like a, he has affinity towards it. He likes to play rough. He likes to mess with the other kids. So it's cool to see it. Yeah. Definitely your son. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What is your life like now? <laughs> just as busy as it was when I was training. It's crazy. Like, um, cause I got the two kids at home. So it's a lot of like trying to figure out balance of everything. Cause I help out with a couple of, like another restaurant as well in orange. And then I have my restaurant here in Placentia. And then I do, I have a construction company as well that I work with. And then I help my dad with his construction company. And then I find time to go like, uh, hang out with the kids and do family stuff. So it's a lot of like, uh, juggling, trying to make every, all the pieces fit together. What piece of advice or parting message would you like to give our Eldorado Hawks who are starting their wrestling season? Because we have some really good ones. You do. Yeah, yes, you guys have, have a good have. wrestling team. Uh, you guys, like, notoriously, when I was in high school at Brea, you guys had a better team than us for sure. Like, I used to make fun of our guys for it. I think, like, the path to success is very simple. Show up every day, try your hardest, pay attention to details. Like, if you can do those three things, you're going to be successful at anything in life. Um, the details is a huge one because if you like broad stroke too many things, you're going to do like shades of the technique like it should be. If you don't show up every day, you're never going to get better. There's going to be a guy who does show up who just beats you up. And then like try hard. If you're in the practice room and you're like paying attention to details, but you're moving all sluggish, like you're never going to get better. You're not going to compete at the high level. Where can we find JD's Wings and Things? Ooh, right on the corner of Bradford and Chapman, uh, right next to the Watertown Placentia. You'll see a delicious looking chicken sandwich right on the corner and that's us. Thank you so much, Christian Aguilera, for coming and speaking with us at El Dorado. Thank you for tuning in to the Hawk Talk podcast.
You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on Buzzsprout. Come back for the next episode where we will be just as amazing.